phone right now. Justin, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. How's uh, and Matt? Yeah, how, yeah, and, and Matt. Yes, thank you. I would thank you for no for, for clarifying. I'm, I'm really glad you really glad you did that. Um, eight goals last night. That was nice. It didn't really matter who was in goal last night. It, it was uh, Vancouver was just going to score and score and score. What was what was my, that all about? My, my first re- my first reaction last night, as soon as the first one went in, I said, "Uh oh, Halak's caught a case of the rask." Um, it, it was it was the first time this season that Yaroslav Halak hasn't been the man. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they react to that because Tuka was no better in relief. Um, he gave up, gave up a couple of softies on the back end as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they, how they deal with that because, again, Halak's kind of forced their hand early in the season because he's been so good. Um, but to see them both perform as poorly as they did last night, it's going to be interesting to see how they move going forward. And I don't take delight in teams giving up eight goals. I'm a defensive guy to begin with. I just wish, you know, in the back of my head, my, my old fandom, I would love to watch them lose three to two. Two to one. That's fine. This eight goal stuff, and you see it all over the league right now. You want to talk about a bigger story than just a, a Bruins or just a, a Northeast or whatever? You know, the, the 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 league right now is enjoying its its highest scoring first quarter in it's got to be in, in forever. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I, I'll crunch the numbers later because I think it's it's fascinating. But um, the offense is just everywhere right now. That's pretty wild. You, it's almost like the neutral zone trap doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Coach, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, we went through this stage where every top baseball player wanted to be a pitcher. And then they kind of got away from that. And, you know, when it was clutching, grabbing, hooking that we saw in the old NHL, uh, I think some of those top kids wanted to be goaltenders. Is What's the story? Are, they, are we still seeing really top athletes still wanting to be goaltenders? <laughs> um, I, I think it takes a special mindset to be a goaltender. I know we've all known goalies over the years, both as friends and, and covering them. And um, any goalie will attest that they themselves are. Um, and and it takes a special time. I don't know that more people want to be goaltenders necessarily. I just think it's 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 identifying those that that do that are good early. Um, it's tough to be a goaltender now. They've shrunk your equipment um, in the NHL um, because they want the NHL wants more scoring, right? Goals, goals are, are what sells the, the product. Um, an exciting offense is what sells the product, and you're seeing that not just in hockey, but the NFL also points sell, right? So um, the, the, I no, I don't know anybody in their right mind who would want to necessarily be a goaltender, uh, which is why most goaltenders aren't in their right mind. <laughs> You know, I was reading on the internet today um, as the Patriots get ready to travel down to Nashville for the final game before their bye week uh, to take on the Titans that there are a ton, a ton, a metric crap ton, actually, if you want to get scientific, of New England fans that made the trip to Nashville. I got to tell you, I tried to book this trip because I was going to do it and take it myself just as an excuse to go down to Nashville. And uh, I had plans to meet up with Oaks and everything. But boy, I'll tell you what, flights down there for Veterans Day weekend were ridiculous. And then with the Patriots coming to play the Titans, every flight out of Boston was insane. I guess Delta ended up having to add like three or four more flights to Nashville uh, just to just to carry everybody down there. So this is going to be like a oh, Pat's crazy. home game. Well, what's funny is about two and a half weeks ago, I thought to myself, you know, our new columnist uh, here at the Herald, Tom Keegan, doesn't start until Monday. 
Um, he starts uh, on Monday, and so uh, I wanted to add a third and a third voice uh, from the Patriots at Titans, and I said, well, I, I can be that third voice. I also had an idea for a secondary type of football story that I wanted to work on. So about two and a half weeks ago, I started looking. There were no flights on Saturday, and no flights were turning on Monday at all two and a half weeks ago uh, from Boston to Nashville or returning. Um, every flight on Monday was sold out. Every flight on Saturday was sold out. Uh, it was it was absolutely crazy. And then the ones that I did find, it wouldn't have made financial sense for us to do. Um, I could have flown in on Sunday morning before the game and then flown back out after the game, but that wouldn't have allowed me to do what I needed to do for the story I was thinking of. So I, I passed on it, but it's incredible the way that New England fans are traveling. And I think the, the long weekend plus the fandom – uh, plus the relative cheap price of tickets in Nashville overall, all contributed to that. I really think so. I, I think it's incredible that the Pat fans are just absolutely nuts, and it, and it goes to you know to the point. You know, Pat's off season draws as many viewers to our websites here in Boston um, as live uh, any live Bruins or Celtics do. It's still a very much a Pat town, a Pat city, and this is another reason, another example to prove that. I got to tell you. I'm actually not real. You know, you, thank you for reminding me that you hired a new columnist. I'm, I'm super annoyed. Like you didn't even you didn't even bring me down for an interview. I was a little I was a little disappointed. I would have liked to come down and see the office at least. You know, you know, it no, would have been, like, would have been like a free agent anytime. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not the same. Like, I, I, it could have been a hot rumor that you know that I was down there could have raised my profile a little bit. You know, like it, my agent would have been appreciative of that. But no, 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 that's fine. It's, you, I totally understand. Do you your profile anymore? I thought you were the best-known uh, sports personality in Maine. Well, maybe in Maine, but, you know, I, you know, New England is a much bigger region at this point. So <laughs> I, I figure if I'm going to make the move, I can't, you know, I'm not. It's going to be tough for me to conquer New Hampshire and Vermont, so I might as well just go straight to Boston and see what happens, right? So just keep that in mind for the future. That's, 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 uh, that's all I'm saying. It's all good. I'll put I'll that one in the back pocket. Okay. All right. That's good. You know, I know that, I know you guys have Herald Radio. It might, you know, you could bring a radio guy in. I'm just throwing that out there for you. It's nice. Um, so uh, Celtics-wise, a little struggling start to the year, but I thought, uh, I thought Steve Bullpett had a really good uh, good uh, uh, conversation with Danny Ainge the other day that appeared in the Herald. Yeah, I know. Was, it, was, it was great to see, you know, Ainge be open. And, and he's always kind of sort of been an open book. Um, but Steve also has a very good rapport with him um, and with the team, and, and we can kind of get you know behind the scenes a little bit, which is kind of fun. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, uh, you know, if anything, I'll tell you what, last night's game and last night's big come-from-behind win in overtime has the potential to be that season-defining wake-up win. And, and it'll be interesting to see if they treat it as such, because that really was a down-22 uh, and, and in the second half, coming all the way back and, and forcing overtime and then blowing Phoenix out uh, in, in overtime, it's, it was that, that could be a season-defining win last night. And we'll see. Talking with Justin Pelletier from the Boston Herald, the sports editor down at the Boston Herald. Uh, so we should be expecting quite a bit of coverage from Nashville this weekend is what it sounds like. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to send our two our two person traveling team, Karen and Kevin, are down there, and uh, um, it's going to be kind of nice because we'll actually have a little bit more because it's a one o'clock game, right? The first time it feels like in in uh, forever that we have a one o'clock game. Um, 
they played out their six night games that they're allowed by the league already at this point, and uh, they can't have any more. Um, so by rule, so the rest of the games going forward are going to be during the day, which will be nice and it'll add to our coverage a little bit. Uh, we'll have a live uh, live blog going, plus we'll have uh, you know our, our regular analysis and game coverage from Kevin and Karen, uh, who are a great dynamic team uh, covering that beat for us. Talking with Justin Pelletier from the Boston Herald. He joins us each and every Friday at 11. All right, Justin, you have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, uh, great, guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And uh, have some fun this weekend. Have some fun with these uh, high, school, high school football playoffs. It's, uh, it's uh, getting down to crunch time here for you guys. Two it, weeks. It really is. Yeah, we got two games tonight. Portland-Oxford Hills for the regional title. Something I never thought I'd be able to say. And uh, Wells Oak Hill for the regional title tonight, and then tomorrow night, uh, well, tomorrow afternoon, you get Deergo Freeport for the Class E title, and uh, you've got uh, uh, Levitt and Freiburg for the Class C uh, regional title for Class C South. So uh, three out of those four games ought to be competitive. That's pretty good. Then. I think uh, I think you're about right. Although I think Oak Hill is going to give Wells a little run for their money, where they've already seen them once this year, and then of course I get to make the trip. I get to fly down to DC. And then make the drive up to Richmond because we've got Richmond, Maine tomorrow afternoon. So as that's going to be a fun one too. Maine, boy, what a season they're having! They I don't want to too much time, but what a, what a great season Maine's having, and and it's it's nice to see them do that, uh, especially after what they had to go through this summer um, and, and had to overcome this summer uh, on a personal level. So uh, great to see that happening too. So, well, all right, my friend, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Justin Pelletier, sports editor of the Boston Herald, here on the B-List from the Spectrum Health Care Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network.